0: So I just found out that Harold Guskin died, and I got home from work, and I'm tired, and I was just looking at the news, and I saw that he died, so I feel the need to speak on this. Um, There are few things in my life that are game changers. Um, and Harold Guskin's book, uh, How to Stop Acting, is one of them. I read it at a time where, um, I was really burned out on acting and I wasn't jiving with any of the acting techniques that were out there. I felt that they were too analytical and it just, it didn't make acting fun. So I actually Googled, I remember I watched, um, a video of Lee Strasberg. It was an old video of him. Uh, Lee Strasberg's a legendary acting teacher And he was in The Godfather. He played Godfather Two. He played Hyman Roth, and he had a very good performance. But he was more well known as an acting teacher. But his um, his approach um, used techniques where. Let me see if I can get this right uh, for me to remember where you 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 really have to dig deep into your uh, memories for sad moments where you actually feel those memories and um, when and he had many many legendary uh, students in in the sixties and seventies but when I watched him teach all he was doing was just yelling at people. And I just – I knew him as Hyman Roth first, so I'm going, oh, wow, there's Hyman Roth yelling at at people. And I don't like being yelled at. Um, I don't like watching people being yelled at, especially – in a class atmosphere where you're trying to learn something and all you're getting is this stupid fucking guru asshole trying to show how dominant he is by you know by by chewing you out and showing you tough love fucking hate tough love too uh that's really not my thing but I just saw him yelling at his students, and and I don't, I, I didn't even remember what the technique was or how people got to it. I remember reading about it uh, later on, and uh, still didn't just, it still didn't grab me. But so I googled uh, anti Lee Strasberg, and I came upon um, an article written by the author Orson Scott Card about how he. Um, read this book, How to Stop Acting, because he wasn't into the Lee Strasberg method either, and he wrote, like, a good review of this book. So I said, and I I knew of Orson Scott Card's books on um, the Seventh Son series, which I think Iron Maiden based their Seventh Son of a Seventh Son album on, so I started reading that. But anyway, so he he wrote this good review of of How to Stop Acting, and I think Orson Scott Card might have gotten into some trouble uh, based on his views of, of homosexuals, too, I think, don't quote me that i think but i digress so i read his review of, of guskin's book and i said wow this sounds interesting let me, let me read it so that was in 2006 i bought the book and i just after like the first couple of pages it just it i just got hooked it, i mean such a connection with it um and right away, I just wanted to grab a script and and start and start doing what what he what he wrote about in the book. Um, I just I I devoured the book and I read it just multiple times and underlined uh, key moments in it and just read what I underlined over and over and over and over. And um, and the book not only changed the way I approach acting, it 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 reminded me how i used to live life when i was when i was younger i guess with with less worries and less problems and it brought me back to to that time before like things just before the shit of my life hit the fan it it just brought me back to that moment and it, and almost overnight um Reminded me how I used to live, and and I, I still carry that with me to this day. I still live, you know, the way I used to live before. Like there were some dark moments in my life, um, dark years in my life, I guess. So it 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 helped me embrace acting, but it also helped me find find my life again after after years of just shittiness, um, and then acting is my life. Or even though I don't do it for a living, it, it is a part of my life. I am acting, acting is me. And it just, it, 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 it's such a passion of mine that, that his book helped ignite that passion into where it's, it's that passion stronger than ever. And it just gets stronger day after day. Um, to where I need to do acting, uh, where I just, you know, whenever I get the chance, I'll just by myself, I'll just read lines from, from a script just based on, on his approach. Um, I'll, I'll quickly go over what his approach is. His approach is simple yet brilliant, but it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of work to do. But the way that he constructs thing constructs, uh, um, how to act is, is very, very, is very fun. Um, so what he has you do it's um it's a technique called taking it off the page so say the line is um i love you very much and i want to be with you for the rest of my life what you would do is you would you would breathe in and while you're breathing in you read the line and then you look up and then you breathe out and right when you breathe out you say the line you don't think how you're gonna say it that's the thing you just say it so Like I'm talking to you right now, I don't know how the words are going to come out, but they're going to come out, and they're going to come out a certain way, and then I'm just going to say it. I'm doing it right now. And that's the way he wanted to approach acting. Uh, He didn't want to make it mechanical where it's like, okay, uh, the line is, I love you, and I've loved you the rest of my life. I'm going to say it like this. I love you. I love you the rest of my life. Okay, take two. I love you, I've and I'll love you the rest of my life. Okay, Take three. I love you and I'll love you the rest of my life. They're just over and over and over again. You know, maybe the first time you said it was spontaneous, and then it just became it just becomes mechanical to where it's just you're just a machine saying it. The way Guskin tell her this, and it's through through the breathing, is that Every time you say it, it could be exactly the same. It could be somewhat different. It could be completely different. It has to be what the moment dictates. And the, when the, the moment is brought, brought about by your instinct and how you say the line. If you're forcing something, um, it's, it's not true. You know, you can't force it. You have to let it come out naturally, you know. So maybe the I love you line is the climax of the movie and you feel that you have to say it a certain way for it to be climactic and it doesn't because, you know, sometimes it could be a climactic line but it may be said subtly. It may be said softly. It may be said uh, softly and then you crescendo into saying it loudly. I don't know how it's going to come out. And you shouldn't know how it comes out. That's what makes it spontaneous, that's what makes it exciting, that's what makes it unpredictable, that's what makes people want to watch you. Whether it's a movie, whether it's theater, whether it's TV, hell, whether it's a a musical performance. People want to see that unpredictability. People want to see that that danger in, in acting. And that danger in acting should be from the first time you read that line to the last time you say it on the last take or the last show through rehearsal all the way up to performance. Everything has to to be spontaneous. The way that he helped people get to emotional scenes um, through breathing isn't as emotionally heavy as some other acting techniques where you have to relive traumatic parts or you have to make up traumatic parts of your life to get to those emotional places. Uh, His technique um, with using... um, uh, Uh, certain kind of altering your breathing patterns helps you get there but doesn't you know doesn't mess you up um so uh it just you know i highly recommend his book how to stop acting no matter what level of acting that you're on you you'll be able to get something out of it regardless and um i think his i mean he's had so many famous and legendary students but like i always Call these three the, the holy trinity of his students. Um there's Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein was his first acting student. They went to college together. Um Kevin Klein, Glenn Close, James Gandolfini. So watch Kevin Klein in A Fish Called Wanda, that's what won him the Oscar. Uh watch Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction, watch her performance, and watch James James Gandolfini in The Sopranos. They are all using Harold Guskin's technique. In their acting and that's what makes their performances so exciting and in his book um kevin I, I'm, I'm calling him like i know him uh calling him by his first name like I know him. um kevin klein uh gandolfini and glenn close uh, as well as a bunch of other actors explain in detail how guskin's approach helped him helped him with that so um he's um he's i'm sure he's gonna be missed i mean i never knew him i never even met him Um, uh, and fortunately he wrote this book and fortunately, um, his work will live on. And it is my hopes that, that more acting teachers embrace his work. I know there are some acting teachers who use a part of his, um, some of his techniques and I'm, I'm just hoping that, um, more acting teachers, uh, um, use all of his technique and then, you know, create their own techniques based on what he has to offer. I, uh, I wrote him a letter and I didn't write him a letter. I think I wrote it to his publishing, publishing company. So I don't even know if he got it, but I just, I wanted to express, um, and it's one of the few, if only times I've ever written a thank you letter to somebody, but I just wanted to express my gratitude to him. I hope he saw it. Um, I hope he did. And I, I hope, um, I hope, for those who are listening, um, I hope you, uh, if you're interested to, I hope you pick up his book and I hope it inspires you, uh, the way that it inspired me. This is Mike, who is now awake Responding to the Mike Who you just heard, who is asleep I just wanted to add uh, A few more things that I Forgot because I was so tired when I Originally recorded this I wanted to leave that original recording Because I thought, you know, the moment was good Like Guskin says in his book It's, you know, good to be in the moment So I decided to keep that But um, now I just wanted to add something with A little more pep in my step Or pep in my voice, if you will So Without further ado, we will conclude this podcast with me sounding more awake. I remember back in 2014, I I got Guskin's email address, so I emailed him just uh, to let him know, uh, you know, the effect that his his book had on me, and to see if he knew of any schools that taught his technique, um, or better yet, if he teaches. People, how to teach his technique? Because uh, I was thinking of of teaching his technique. Um, still, kind of am, but there are so many other things going on in my life. I can't really, I can't really take the time to, to focus on that just yet. Uh, maybe sometime down the down the line. So I got a response from his wife, and she said something like, "Well, first, it's it's not a technique, and that's why he doesn't have teaching assistants." And and she said that what Harold does is unique to. ...each actor that he teaches. Um, it's not the... ...technique or approach... ...that's that's important... ...in Guskin's teaching. It's Guskin himself... ...that's important. Um, he has... ...his assessment skills... ...are what people are looking for... ...and no one else has Harold's eye... ...to do that. So... And it, it, Harold's wife, Sandra, very, very nicely written letter, very cordial letter. She said, well, if, if you're interested in taking any classes with Harold, please, you know, please, please let us know. And I, I just couldn't afford to, to take uh, those classes. I think they were around $200 an hour. And um, I just and I wasn't acting full time then. So I don't I wouldn't have gotten. Anything from that? Maybe if I was still acting full time, I would have tried to find a way to do it, um, even if it was just one lesson, just to see what it was like. But I didn't. I, I was working uh, a full time job on Long Island. I was too far from you know Manhattan. You know, uh, granted, these are all excuses. I just wasn't in the frame of mind to do it, and and because of those reasons, it was why. My issue, though, at least what his wife uh, replied to me was that. No one has Harold's eye. No one can do this except Harold. Harold's eye, E-Y-E, cannot be taught. And I, I, I reread this email. I'm actually looking at it now. But in rereading this email, I, I, I thought the same thing I did in 2014. I, I found this touched with a bit of an ego, Saying that no one else can do this except him. If that was the intention or if that was was what he was really expressing, I don't know. This is my interpretation of the email. Um, I don't agree with that. I think techniques, whatever the fuck you want to call it, approaches, philosophies, need to be taught. And need to be put out there. In the world. And granted, they could evolve, they could change, they could take up different forms, but to say that only one person and one person only can do this technique is quite unfair to the people who wanna learn this technique and wanna and wanna teach this technique i think it's it sounds it's, it sounds like it's a little driven by ego and maybe he didn't want to teach this technique but for for whatever reason but to say that only he can do this uh, just just turn me off a little bit and that being said there are teachers who take bits and pieces of his technique and then bring it into their own which is fine. I keep calling it a technique. I hope I don't get in trouble. Um, there are teachers who, you know, form their own approach and use bits and pieces of Guskin, you know, kinda like a mixed martial artist who use a little bit of jujitsu, use a little bit of Thai boxing, use a little bit of wrestling, and, you know, they can form their own technique from that. It's the same thing with acting. It's the same thing I think with with learning in general sometimes. You take bits and pieces to form your own thing and and with teaching, different teaching approaches, different teaching philosophies. Um, and that being said, I have a friend who I met because I just Googled Harold Guskin acting schools and aside from, you know, some of the private instructors in New York that, that taught a little bit of his technique, I found my friend Jesper, who is an acting teacher in Denmark who wrote his own book in, inspired by How to Stop Acting. He took lessons from Harold Guskin and, and, and I read this book. It's called The Generous Actor and it's a great book. And and, and Jesper is doing exactly what students do with their work or exactly what, say, say a band does with their influences. So, like, for example, the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin were heavily influenced by the blues. Led Zeppelin stole the credit for a lot of blues artists and didn't give him writing credit until, until years later. But bands like Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones took, Music rooted in the blues and then made it their own, made it their own rock and roll, man, and and completely changed it to a to a different thing with the bassist in the blues. But but you know you didn't have to be a blues fan to necessarily like it, especially you know their their later stuff. They took something they were influenced in and made it their own. And my friend Jesper is doing just that. He's taking the foundation of Guskin's work and making it his own. While still paying tribute to Guskin, who influenced Jesper so much, and and what he did, he took Guskin's work and, and made it um, more conducive to a group atmosphere, while Guskin was more conducive to to doing it to doing it one on one. So um, I only wished that when Guskin was alive, he he would have considered uh, teaching his technique like the other great acting teachers did, and and. You know, maybe there would have been another school for someone like me to go to because I felt so lost. I felt so inspired after reading How to Stop Acting, but I felt so alone because there was no one, literally no one else that used this technique that that I found. I remember I met one guy at a Halloween party in 2010 who is the now ex-husband of a friend of mine, but he was the only person who I ever met who actually read the book, and that was just by chance. And, you know, every once in a while on message acting message boards I found people who did it and I contacted them to see to see you know if they had any any other information. Um, but it wasn't until I found Jesper that I actually found a teacher who is employed by a school who uses this technique to 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 teach his students. So um, I just wish there were more people like Jesper out there who can make it their own technique and then they can take this technique and spread it out like all the other techniques are because I do think it's it's a good challenge to the established acting techniques that are out there and I don't find anything wrong with the, the esta- well I do find something wrong with the established acting techniques which is why I went to Guskin but that's just for me if someone really is inspired by Strasbourg even though I think it's wrong, go for it if, if you're inspired by Meisner by Adler by Hagen, by all these acting greats and I don't deny that they're that they're acting greats and I don't deny the um the students that they put, that that they put forth but i just wish there was a a a, a, a counter to to what's being out there you know harold gustin's kind of like a punk rock to me uh in in acting terms there wasn't anybody out there he was kind of underground um and like punk rock it, it was easy to play it was easy but it was brilliant but like punk punk rock it's you know as the punk rock bands you know played more they just got better because they put they put the work in and just like punk rock if you want to make it better you got to put the work in so um my only wish well one of my wishes going forward is that his technique could be spread out you know hopefully this this podcast does it and there are students of his popping up who are starting to teach other people his technique, and like I said, hopefully they'll, they'll make it their own. So, along with uh, Guskin's book, How to Stop Acting, read um, Jesper's book. It's His name is Jesper Triel Gissel. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, I've never actually met him in person. I've Skyped with him once, and I've emailed and, and chatted with him a bunch of times. Uh, his book is The Generous Actor, and he um, teaches, I believe, at a high school or a university in, in Denmark. So, uh it's really really good stuff and and it's a good sequel to how to stop acting so you know th- these seeds that Guskin planted and and Guskin learned from, you know, Stanislavski, uh, which is like the basis for you know a lot of the acting technique that, that is out there, but he took the Stanis- what he learned from Stanislavski and turned it on his head. He was inspired by Stanislavski, but he just couldn't grasp it. So he made his own thing, but Guskin was a student of the establishment, too. And he kind of rebelled. And, you know, we need rebels like this to constantly challenge and constantly create new things. And you know, sometimes with acting techniques it's almost it almost becomes a religion. It almost becomes like a political debate. It's like, well this this acting technique's the best. And this is the only one that's going to work. No, my acting technique's the best, and this is the only one that's going to work. And people start, like, if you read message boards, people start fighting each other on it. And my point is that it's it's okay to have a difference. I, I pointed out differences with what I don't like about the Strasbourg, which is fine. Um, and did I get, you know, did I get angry about it? Yeah, of course I did. But I think at the end of the day, you know, we can have these opinions and and at the end of the day, it's like, okay, you do your thing. I'll do mine. No one's being hurt by it, at least. Well, actually, that's a, uh, that could be argued. Psychological damage for some of these techniques could be, could be really bad, especially if you're reliving bad memories. So, yeah, maybe people are being hurt. Um, but, um, but my point is people tend to be tribal, About this, so they'll get into not even civil arguments, but you know, as many online threads turn into they just turn into shouting matches because their tribe and their team is better than what they think the other tribe and team is. So uh, anyway, check out Jesper's book, and uh, I'm gonna check out a uh, a cup of coffee because I would like and need some coffee. So, anyway, if you like and need this podcast, please share and and spread it around, and um, you can find me, Mike Lane, I am the host of the Music, Movies, and More podcast, and this is... The more in the music, movies, and more. It's not music, it's not movies, but it's more. It's acting. It's it's uh, along with music and movies. Acting is is one of my passions. And um, but you can find me uh, on Twitter at Mike Lane Act. That's M I K E L A N E A C T. On Facebook at Mike Lane Actor, and you can email me at Mike Lane Act at yahoo.com And please share, uh, just. Please share and comment and review this podcast, even if it's a bad review. Just, uh, just even even that, even that would help. I think bad reviews would help. Would it publicize it? I don't know. This is me needing coffee. All right. So uh, until next time, everyone, um, catch you later. And if if you do read Guskin's book and, or and or Jesper's book, please let me know what you think about them. I'd really love to hear from you. So all right, hope to hear from you soon. Bye.